the feeling of uncomfortableness should be looked at as a blessing because that means he is working in you He's and you're working. evolving. Amen. Hey everyone. Welcome back to Bloom in Him with your host Joanna Arevalo and Mia La Rosa. That never gets old. I love doing it every time. <laughs> We're so excited to be back for episode three of our Seeds in Sin. Seeds of Sin. Seeds of Sin, yeah. Seeds in Sin. Um, Seeds of Sin series. Yeah, in episode five. In like, episode in all. Five. Wow. That is crazy. God is good. Yeah, God is so good. I remember like we were just talking about it before this. Like we have learned so much in just five episodes and we're still learning every episode and we can't wait for the day where like in the future, we're like a hundred episodes deep. We look back to episode one. Pro at recording, pro at editing, pro at yeah. get, making sure the microphone's recording our voices. That, my phone storage. Le- yeah. So many things to learn from, but God is good, good and great. God is good. God is great. And he is teaching us a lot within ourselves. Amen. Seeds of Sin episode three is about discord, dissensions, fits of rage, and cursing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, before we go into what these topics are, Mia's going to pray for us. Yes. Bow our heads in prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for allowing us to be here again today. God, thank you for this podcast. It is such a blessing. And we are just so thankful for all the support we have received so far. We Mm. genuinely thank you for that because everyone is tuning in to hear your word and be convicted by you, Father. God, we pray that you open everyone's spiritual ears and spiritual eyes today, and they are able to just be so moved by this episode and hopefully go about their days in peace and love instead of anger, fits of rage, and all the other sins that you would like us to overcome, Father. We love you, God, and we pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. All right, let's jump into it. These topics we really relate to. I'm feisty. And when you first, or at least for me, and I think for both of us, when we became believers, I personally thought the hardest sins to repent from would be like having sex, getting drunk. Nah, like God really lets you feel the guilt and shame of those quick. He convicts you quick of those. It's the nitty gritty that really be hard, meaning like anger. Cursing. cursing cursing was a, we'll get into that later but that was a really <laughs> i still to this day slip up all the time so we're gonna jump into what is discord what is discord mia discord is like conflict fighting any disagreement between people arguing yeah yeah what about dissensions joanna dissensions a strong disagreement mm. we're fist fighting at that point <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, all right. Fits of rage. Oof. Just at me. 
<laughs> I was like road rage. Yeah. But for fits of rage, we have being explosive, sudden episodes of impulsive, aggressive, violent behavior, or angry, verbal outbursts, which leads into cursing. Cursing is obviously any like swear words, right? Bad yeah. Words, bad yeah. words. I think cursing, even cursing something or like damning something, mm. all that falls into that category. Yeah, and it's funny because um, I feel like it's very controversial if the alternative to dang mm-hmm. is a swear word. But I, I feel like you've helped me be convicted that it is. I'm- it also is the the value of the words in the intentions that you say the words in because someone told me one time that like using crap was almost like using the other word for crap and I'm just not like you're a piece of crap like I don't go around saying that to people but I'm just like oh I don't even really say oh crap actually I'll say like dang like I love dang dang because when you d-a-m-n something you're cursing it you're damning it to Hell. Also, when you substitute words, it's it's how you're using the words and what value they they hold. Like, I'm not gonna go around using those words in the context that I could just use the bad words in. Yeah. I might as well say the bad words. Those are the intentions. Yeah. Sometimes the words I be saying are like mad funny now, and I'm like, so the substitutes in a sense like you're damning something. Mm-hmm. And now I'll say like, dang. I always say, dang. People, people look like, at you like, how old are you? Or they're like, Why are you from saying, the south? Dang. My man in the Bible Belt. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He's up here. <laughs> what did you say the first time? My man's in the Bible Belt. He's from the south. Jason Tatum? No, I said just kidding. He's up here. Oh, After. okay. Yeah. Oh, Why do we always want huh? to mention Jason? <sighs> Lord. Just Pray everyone, for me. can you raise your hands to Joanna? Can we just help this girl repent from Jason Tatum? Why can't, no, pray for Jason Tatum and be a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, open his spiritual eyes. Colossians 3 8. But now you almost. <laughs> you, uh-uh. almost you almost. You almost had it. <laughs> But now you must also rid yourself of all such things as these. Anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Amen. Cursing is one that people are like, that's not in the Bible. Filthy language. It literally says it right there. And also when they refer to your tongue being so powerful. In my eyes, I see that as... Cursing is part of that because cursing is very, very powerful. And a lot of times cursing is done in negative ways mm-hmm. to talk down on someone else or, or to, to hurt someone, to hurt someone. So that's what they mean. Like when I feel like when they say like your tongue is so powerful, it can also mean that as well. Anger is a natural emotion. We all experience it. It's what we do with that anger that ends up in sin. It becomes a sin when you act upon the anger and you display actions of anger. Jesus was a human. He was also part God. Jesus felt every emotion that we've ever felt. He's he felt anger. That that like part in the Bible where it talks about 
and we can reference the scripture later. Um, he's in the temple court and he sees people are selling their things. They're selling everything. Like this temple court is now become like a market where it was a time to worship God, a place to worship God. And he, he gets angry and he flips the table over. Someone challenged me biblically and was like, if Jesus never sinned and anger is a sin, then why did he, it literally says that he was angry and he flips the table. And I'm like, okay, but did he hurt anyone? Did he go and like cuss at anyone? Did he punch anybody in the face because they were doing that in his temple courts? Like he didn't act upon it. Like he was, he was human and he was angry. But it was because they had turned his temple court into mm-hmm. a seller's market. And that is disrespectful because yeah. what like what does it go down to? Like they've taken this holy place and made it for a place to make money. Yeah. Yeah, amen. And I think it's crazy because people Jesus is perfect and but Jesus is human. We feel what Jesus has felt. Like, it's normal to feel anger. Like, Jesus was not a robot. He wasn't, like, numb to emotion. He felt that anger. And I think it was his way of dealing with it that we need to look up to. Because fits of rage is huge. Like, we deal with anger. or And I shouldn't say... I'm saying we as in we. Mm -hmm. But even this world... Like, it is so sad to see, even in all these schools, all these schools, like, the way kids deal with anger, like, yeah. stabbings in schools, student, students stabbing each other, that is absolutely insane. Like, that is not what Jesus would want. And there's so many other ways. Like, it's normal to feel angry. It's when you act on it that's bad. And it's sad because this world is such an aggressive violent world because no one knows how to deal with their anger so they just act upon like they literally physically act upon it and hurt others yeah and like i like how you said that like he flipped the table because he was mad there is times where i get mad and like i'll like slam a door or i'll like but like i'm not hurting anyone now jesus isn't telling you to like go punch walls (laughs) like hurt yourself (laughs) but like it is when you when you act upon anger and you hurt someone else, that's when it becomes a sin. Yeah. I think about like just myself acting in, in rage and like how when I get angry, I kind of like black out and I don't care about how anyone else feels, right? It's all, it's just about me and it's like a selfish centered um like point in in life where you're just like all the odds are against me. I'm angry and I just want the world to know how angry mm-hmm. I am. Like, yeah. doesn't matter what I say. Like, and if, if it hurts you, it hurts you in the moment. As I grow in my walk with God, I've realized that I have to shut down before I even react. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things that can go left because I'm acting on anger. Yeah. And I think also as the Lord convicts your heart, mm-hmm. even when you do, like, we're not perfect, no. we, we still act on anger. Yeah. I do it a lot with my <laughs> She said, yes. <laughs> I do it a lot with my mom. I don't know what it mm-hmm. is about my mom. I am, I am 
very, 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 very short-tempered with her. I don't know what it is. I pray every day for the Lord to reveal to me what it is. I don't know. But when it comes to my mom, I'm super irritable. And actually this morning, I wasn't feeling good, was in a rush. She called me and I immediately snapped. Mm. And I'm like, after I sat there, and it's crazy because as the Lord is convicting my heart, he's allowing me to see in myself what I never saw before. And it's like, all she did was call me. And I know that, and like, <laughs> so bad. Tammy? <laughs> me with the phone. <laughs> All she did was call me to be a good mother and check in on me. She didn't know that I was in the middle of cooking. She didn't know that I was running late for work. She did not know that I didn't feel good. Like, she had no clue. She was just trying to be a good mom. But that's the thing. Old Mia would not have seen that. I always say like before Christ because Mia before Christ would not have seen that. But like this new Mia that the Lord is literally, he's taken control of my heart and he's convicted my heart and mind of so much. He's really allowed me to see like, even if I act on the anger, it's real quick that I'm convicted and I'm able to repent because I'm like, dang, I really just had no reason to act like that. I need to be the one to apologize. Like he puts that in my heart and allows me to see that. Yeah, I think with family, that's just an easy place to go to. It's I've, such an easy target. Because they're like have to put up with you no matter what. <laughs> I know. It is. And I I think it's because we're also the group of people that we're the most comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So you tend to let a lot of emotions i feel like the more you care about someone the more emotions you have for them the closer you are to people that like i have friends that i've been friends with for years and then i have joe the connection me and her have is like no other because our friendship is god-centered we always address it we don't like brush it under the rug we address everything yeah something i wanted to bring up and i wanted to mention this for the believers or people that are already really walking with christ that are watching a lot of times or i guess this could be like a two-part thing the best way i control what my anger throughout the day is by starting the day diving into god's word spending my morning like i take at least at least like 10 15 minutes minimum Sitting with God, praying, listening to worship music, reading my devotional, reading the Bible, right? That sets my mood, my tone for the day. I'm tunnel vision on God. I'm walking with him throughout the day. Cool. The days I don't get to do that, I typically do feel off. I feel lower on patience. Mm -hmm. And I think, and I was actually in a Bible study and I was saying this, like, just because you don't get your quiet time in with the Lord does not mean you have the right to be off all day and and display that onto others. Like you should not let having your quiet time with the Lord in the morning determine how you treat others throughout the day. And the reason I had brought up the chosen in this part is because I can't remember it's in season one. I want to say maybe like around episode three, but Jesus was sleeping in his tent (laughs) and he literally gets woken up by all the kids and he probably felt like anger he didn't get Mm -hmm. to wake up and spend his time with god right he got woken up by someone else and was kind of thrown into like a day full of kids so he didn't get to take that time and have his quiet time with god and then go out into the world 
he still had patience with these kids. He still displayed love. And he didn't, even when you could see in his face, like he is human. He feels what we feel. He got woken up by a bunch of kids. Like he probably wanted to go back to sleep or like put them in their place. Like, yo, get out of here. Like I was sleeping in my tent, bro. Instead, he displayed love because that is who Jesus is. I think even if you're not there with reading your Bible um, and you start reading, you'll see that like, if you miss a day, your your days go different because God gives you that blessing yeah. d- throughout your day to to be centered in him and remind yourself like yes. you know what what did I read this morning like for example like I didn't even I didn't even have my quiet time this morning I had it in the afternoon yeah. but yet I still had like that quiet time that peaceful time to like re-energize my spirit so yeah. I'm like feeding I'm feeding my spirit yeah and like it's settling with what God has to yeah. has in store for me today. So I think it's really important for believers to understand that a lot of times the way we deal with our anger is through God's word and through prayer and just spending time with the Lord. But when we are in situations where we are unable to have that early in the morning or like mm-hmm. right when we need it, it doesn't give us an excuse to act out. Right. Instead, it should push us to wanna love more in just like do you know what i'm trying to say yeah instead it should push it you know it's like it's like that saying kill them with kindness yes right this this uh, morning i was going through dunk donuts drive-thru i feel like i told you this story about the girl there was like something that had happened years ago on my old job (gasps) with the girl and i had ordered my coffee she hands she grabs she like snatches my card out of my hand and she gives me my coffee and I'm like, thank you so much. She doesn't say anything, but I'm, I like drove away because I was like, you know what? Kill her with kindness. Like she can feel the way she wants to feel about a situation that has like no regard to me. Like I don't stir up or hold up anger because of it, yeah. but also like maybe she sees how graceful I am and like, can't like I'm not gonna be rude or like angry towards her or like any type of resentment because God is good and he's gonna fill my heart with with love and I have to show his love to others yeah I'm like I hope that next time I go through that drive-thru yeah and well and I think I like one of my favorite verses is Proverbs 10 12 Mm. hatred stirs up conflict love covers over all wrongs she easily could have caused an argument and been like why are you having that attitude but if she does that that anger in her discord leads to discord and dissensions and it leads to argument and conflict and it's like no instead of her relying on her own understanding of this girl's emotions and instead of her displaying the anger that she felt she displayed love and i think it's really important to keep that in mind because like justice is only found in Jesus. The Lord is just, and you don't need to go ahead and argue. Yeah. You don't have to go and display your anger just because she is approaching you in a rude way because God is the judge. Like let him do that. Like let him do his job. He's going to either one, allow her to see the love you displayed and convict her mind of that. Right. And obviously too, he will, he will judge her on that. Like let him judge her. You just need to do your part and continue to display love and display what Christ, like a Christ-like manner. 
Yeah, I mean, now you when, did high five. Now when people get angry at me, I'm just like, you need Jesus, sir. Like she literally, <laughs> when we're driving, people cut her off. She's like, Jesus loves you. I'm like, have a blessed day. The guy the other day, I got a hundred and fifty dollar ticket. I said, God, I pray that that person gets so blessed today. Bless that person. I hope that anytime they're, I hope their tires never go flat. I hope their car transmission never goes out. That was so funny. Um, But I agree. And I think like a good comment that Joe made earlier was (laughs) it does take so much more effort to take the higher road than it is to stoop down to someone's level. Proverbs 14.29 says, People with understanding control their anger. A hot temper shows great foolishness. Amen. I think that's so true. And I think that literally like sums up like the examples of our life that we put out there. And just overall, like people with understanding control their anger. When you understand God and the word, you really will be blessed with such a control of anger and what I referencing to the last episode there really is a fruit of the spirit like there really is a seed of fruit to mm-hmm. cover a seed of sin understanding control like self-control would be the fruit of the spirit that literally covers over anger and love and love as well and I think when you when you understand love you are able to cover anger right hatred stirs up conflict but love covers over all wrongs so your love covers that anger and that leads to this a second fruit of the spirit which is self-control yeah. and instead of you know displaying that anger you're controlling your your emotions and you're just displaying love because you already have understanding of what love is if anger is not controlled it leads into the rest of this it leads into arguing conflict fits of rage fighting throwing hands discord and dissensions are like two in one kind of like different levels of how like like we could have a discussion and go back and forth and i can tell you how i think i'm right and you can tell me how you think you're right and we're gonna keep going back and forth we're gonna end up saying hurtful things that out of anger because you're not understanding what i'm saying but it comes from a place of like i think i'm right yeah and you think you're right we're never gonna agree so we shouldn't sit here and and discuss this because god will be the ultimate judge and when we walk away from this conversation had it not gone so far like god will when if it doesn't go that far, God yeah. will convict us of what we thought we we were so right of, yes. and then we'll come back together and be like, hey, like you know what? Actually, everything you said, like I, I hear you, I understand you, but this is my point of view, kind of thing. Yeah. But if we're going back and forth, we're getting we're stirring up this rage, we're stirring yeah. up this anger. We're gonna end up arguing. We're gonna end up saying yeah, hurtful yeah, things. Yeah. 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 From 2 Timothy 2.25, it says opponents must be gently instructed in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of truth. Amen, amen, amen. A lot of times in Christianity, others feel the need to harshly rebuke and condemn Mm. other Christians just because a Christian hasn't 
been convicted of what they have. Right. And that gets me real tight because all of our paths are different. Joanna might be walking northeast. I might be walking northwest. At the end of the day, we're all going to God. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's our whole purpose. So it's like, on her path, she might have walked past, you know, the secular music conviction. I might not have yet. Who is she to judge me, condemn me, and harshly, like, instruct me that that's not okay? Going back to the Lord is just. The Lord is justice. You do your job, and instead of condemning me and like harshly rebuking rebuking me and making me feel like making me feel attacked instead just display love and just be like oh you know i don't really do that anymore but like okay and pray for me like if Mm. you like just pray talk to god about it make it known to god that you feel like this person needs that conviction and who knows maybe you're in the wrong the whole time and god's gonna be like no sis it's actually you that needs this conviction you know what i'm saying yeah there's been times where i grew up in a very strict household and so the way i understand instruction and discipline is with anger because Mm. that's how i was raised um but I also respond to others in that way because that's all I know. Yeah. So when I speak to others and I'm like, hey, like even in like situations with you, as you were like being like a uh, starting to be a Christian and I like would say things to you, I started noticing that like it, w- it wouldn't sit well with you. And then I'd be like, all right, let me step like let me step back. I'm yeah. crossing a line. But also I I would leave it there and then you would come back to me like two or three weeks later and be like, Hey, Joe, like, yeah. you know what? I actually like took what you said. I sat with it and yeah. I realized like yeah. and that's God doing the work like yeah. for me. Like I didn't have to do anything because yeah. just because I instructed her in an angry way, like it wasn't the way to go about it. And God yeah. still worked in her heart to make that change. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like I, so secular music was one of them. I used to love reggaeton. <laughs> but anyways, yes, that was something that we had a talk about. And I would be like, well, it just doesn't affect me here. And she'd be like, but it's wrong. And I'm like, and I literally <laughs> would look at her and be like, who are you like you are not god so it's like yes it it is something that i hadn't been convicted of and now am but it's like i am a stubborn person and i come from a family that thinks they're right about everything Mm. so the only person i've actually really feel like who's ever really been able to change me in my heart is god so it's like when i have people that are not god trying to convict me of things it just doesn't work. Also, another thing is it's hard to take that like harsh instruction, I guess you could say, from someone that is not God because like for, and I'm just referencing because she's right here, mm-hmm. like you're not perfect. You still mess right. up in other areas. So who are you to tell me what I'm doing is wrong? You know what I'm saying? So I think that's something that's like a, a hard pill to swallow too. It's like, we can't be like harshly rebuking each other and condemning each other because 
none of us are perfect. I also think it comes from an area where you're like on defense mode, right? Mm -hmm. You're like, no, like you're protecting yourself. Like, no, yeah, I'm not going to let you talk to me like that. Like you're not God. Mm -hmm. But also when I respond to people, I'm, I'm not listening to comprehend. I'm listening to respond. Like, so I didn't understand what you fully said to me, but also I'm being defensive because I haven't understood fully what you said to me because I'm just like listening to respond to you. I mean, yes. to, to protect myself yeah. it, out of a place of fear. Like, yeah. you know, like you're not going to tell me to change Yeah. kind of situation. Yeah. And I think it's crazy because a lot of conflict and arguments really do stem from inner insecurities mm, and inner fear. issues and yeah. inner fear. Yeah, all sin comes from a fear of rejection and that's where it's rooted in. And it's really true that like, especially arguing, there's no need to argue. Like, you don't think I'm right? What? I'm gonna uh, make you think I'm <laughs> right. But I, I like that you brought that up though about your family. So for me, I I am a very aggressive um person i think i've gotten better with it just kidding yo when i be talking sometimes my eyes are like and i'm like yo mia like take it down send your eyeballs but i'll budge out ball out ball out budge out ball out oh jason Tatum. um i'm rubbing off no she already had that before me I had Jason Tatum? Yeah, like crush. Not on Jason Tatum, on Jalen Brown. Oh. Jason Tatum, I'm sorry. Like, there. I love pretty there boys. Be something, yeah, he's too pretty for me. Mm -hmm. Like, you gotta be a little ugly. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, anyways. When it comes to fits of rage, I tend to be an aggressive person and I've calmed down a lot, but my family like no one can ever just have a discussion it's always an argument and growing up a lot I feel like a lot of my trauma as a kid and what made me so aggressive as a child was the fits of rage I saw in my household mm. and the amount of fighting I saw growing up yeah. and it's crazy because even for myself when I didn't know how to deal with my anger because of what I saw growing up and because of what I was just used to from basically atmospheres I would put myself in, I would always resort to fits of rage. There are so many times where little things would happen and instead of me just being like, like addressing the problem, I would pop off. Like pop off to a point where I don't remember what I said. I really thank God for that control because I did not have that before him and I it wasn't until um I went I went through a breakup in December and so I've I've only been in two relationships in my life like actual dating and the first one I definitely displayed fits of rage and many other things that I just didn't need to display but I didn't know how to, to cope with that mm -hmm. I was really young fast forward years later this past December I actually turned to God and when, I'm so excited because in the future I do want to share our testimonies but I was praying for a sign to leave my relationship and per usual the Lord delivered um I when 
I received the news that allowed me to leave the relationship, I easily could have resorted to anger Mm -hmm. in fits of rage easily because anyone I've told what happened to gets up, gets confused as to why I didn't resort to like, if they knew you before or you're in general, I think in general, Mm. because even some of my clients that are like, Oh, like what happened? And I'm like, well, this is what happened. And they were like, you didn't go slashes. slashes Okay. A lot of my people that knew me prior to, you know, me after Christ. Yeah. But this is my point. When I found out this news, I was not walking with the Lord yet. Yeah. I prayed for a sign. I've always known God, but I never was walking with him. Right. I was raised knowing who God is and having a lukewarm relationship with him. But when I prayed for the sign and the Lord delivered and he really gave me that reason to leave the relationship, I was not faithfully walking with him, nor was I in a season of any type of conviction or repentance. Like I just prayed and he delivered and I was like, whoa, but the Lord is very powerful. And the Lord really did convict my heart in that moment to not act in anger. And everything I found out, I'm sorry, old Mia would have done more than Slash's tires. Like old Mia would have done some crazy things. But in that moment, I couldn't. Like God provided. God literally provided. And I I went into a, a mode of forgiveness. Mm. And my forgiveness really covered my anger. So all that wow. anger that I felt, instead of me displaying it, the Lord gave me the strength and wisdom to forgive. And by forgiving, I was actually able to take a weight off myself that that anger would have really weighed me down. Yeah. Resulting in anger is not easy. Like, it's heavy. It, it's a, a heavy weight to put on you. I think when I think of fits of rage, it's kind of like in the moment reaction I'm not processing. I'm just angry. Yeah. Blackout. Yeah. Right. And to to step back is like an effort of like of God helping you. And that's the thing. Fits of rage, like the Lord provides for that. Like he yes. will literally take that feeling of rage and he will not allow you. You might be able to feel it, right? Let's yeah, just but- reference back. You could feel the rage. But he won't allow you to display a fit of rage. He won't allow you to explode and, you know, hurt someone with the words or mm. f- physical hurt. And it's like this uncontrollable anger that, like, I mean, it's happened to me many times, right? Yeah. I'm not perfect. Um, but it's an uncontrollable feeling where you just feel like you either got to, like, throw things around yeah. or, like do something physical and like just yell at the top of your lungs that you feel like that's the only way you can get it out yeah and it's like wow god like just give me the strength to not resort to that right now because without you i can't do this i can't get through this this point like i'm just so full of anger and you're just like I want to punch a wall. I want to punch someone in the face. <laughs> and I won't punch anyone. Everyone's stare clear. I'm just kidding. But it's true. It's true that without God, it's not possible. We live in such an angry world. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is that this 
generation, like culture right now has made it like cute to pop off. Ugh. Do you, do I'm you know concerned. What I'm yeah. Even when you go to like a store and the store associate is just like so rude and like they're just so entitled. Like what happened to like caring for the customer? Mm. that doesn't exist anymore because the world is so full of anger no it's so true i didn't know that altered state was like christian based and i obviously went and realized it every single worker there was so nice i actually connected with one of the girls and got her social media because but that is the first time i've went into a store and i'm a very 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 social person i've been making friends everywhere like market basket car wash it don't matter i mean she says she's introvert but okay she is not introvert she would like to be introvert. i think that i'm so extroverted i tire myself probably and I yeah be yeah <laughs> but at times i am introverted season like the other day when you called me and i wasn't feeling good i just declined your call like, mad I, rude i just didn't want to talk to anyone is that introvert or just rude that's just rude <laughs> i went into altered state and i was like whoa even the atmosphere of it i'm like it's just so peaceful it's crazy like i don't know i don't think i've gone in there long enough to realize that yeah but everyone was so now i'll sweet. go in with that mentality yeah everyone was so sweet i was like whoa like i don't know i just feel like it's you're right about that i feel like everywhere nowadays like i get it you're so i have a business i get it there mm. are some days like the other day i was just in a funk like i couldn't snap myself out of it and all day i left my airpods in and i had worship music on in my ears and i would talk to clients here and there but it was like I was very just in short. A, I was very yeah. But also like never once did I display any anger towards them. No like disrespect. No disrespect. And I never made them feel uncomfortable. It was more so like I even let them know, like, hey, I'm just really not feeling myself today. Like I just wanna let you know it's probably gonna be a quiet appointment. And they respected that. Because <laughs> they're not used to that. No, I I <laughs> I literally don't stop talking ever. <laughs> me editing so is funny <laughs> me editing and it's all me talking i have to cut it out <laughs> in fits of rage i feel like we can easily result to cursing because we are trying to get our anger out in forms of words why are you laughing i'm laughing because like i <laughs> i had a truck a truck, <laughs> trucker trucker melt i had a trucker melt she had a trucker mouth but sorry. God is good. Yeah, and sorry. look at her mouth. Dang. Bling! Two blinks in <laughs> No, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'd just be laughing because I grew up in a household that cursed 24-7. My family used to curse so much. Like, my parents would literally curse at me and my sister and then be like, but you guys can't do that. Mm. I think it's so crazy when parents curse but don't want their kids to curse. Because you are setting this example for your child. So the other day, my nephew was in the kitchen. I say, oh my gosh, right? And I hear him. He's like, oh my gosh. And I, like, it softened my heart because I'm just like, <gasps> like, he's yeah. listening to these yeah. things. Have I, had I say, oh my, you know, yeah. he would be repeating that. Yeah. But because he hears me say, oh my gosh, yeah. he's repeating that. Yeah. 
you cannot be a parent teaching your kids manners, but then also having curse words come out of your mouth because you're literally messing with your kid's head. That or even a disciple that says you're praising God with this mouth, but you're also full of filthy, dirty words that are condemning and hurting others. When I think of the time where I was becoming a disciple and I'm trying to like stop cursing, it was huge the environment I was in because if I was in environments where people, even now, like, you know what? I'm like, I'll, if, if I'm around people that are like constantly cursing, I catch myself like later on in the day, like let's say something falls on my foot, on my toe, and I'm like, ah, like, you know, crap, yeah. the, the other crap. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just easy to pick up stuff on people, yeah. but also when you're hanging out with people who don't curse, if you curse, you're like, oh, like all eyes on you. Yeah, <laughs> like honestly, it yeah. feels like that because yeah. you you're in an environment where people are not using those type of words, and you feel like you you sticking out by the the moment yeah. you you say a, a bad word, but it's also it's actually God convicting you of that. Yeah, in Ephesians four twenty nine it says. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be Mm -hmm. an encouragement to those who hear them. And I think it's so accurate because like a lot of people will say, but I'm not, I'm not cursing at you. I'm just saying it. Like if I drop something and I say, oh yeah, you're not calling her a head or like (laughs) you're a piece of, but like, if you drop something and you're like, oh, the other word for crap, you're still using that foul language and just putting it out there. Yeah, and how are you going to stop using it towards other people if you can't stop using it in accidental It's occasions? like when people say, well, I can stop doing this. If, like, I can stop. It's easy. <laughs> okay, so then stop. Even myself. I tell myself every day. Then stop. I'm like, it's so easy to stop. But it's like, no, Mia, just stop. And actually, one of my first convictions was cursing. Crazy, because I literally, every other word would be an F-bomb. My clients, actually, I waited to mention it to them until I was like three months into being a disciple. And I was like, do you notice that I don't curse anymore? And they were like, oh my gosh, like you don't. And I was like, yeah. They were were surprised because you're in their ear. When you're doing their eyebrows, they can really hear your words <laughs> loud and clear. If you are struggling with one of these, that is normal, especially like anger. Like that's kind of the root of all of these. Yeah. And it's a feeling. It's a lot easier to repent from uh, cursing and from arguing when you're already repented from anger yeah and it's an ongoing thing i think about how when you're trying to get close to god there's a lot of situations that the enemy will attack you in and put in front of you and anger is something that is like prime example for that he wants you to act in rage he wants you to act in anger he wants you to just like pop off on someone or something because he doesn't want you to have the peace that god provides in situations that you could easily result to anger yeah and he'll the enemy is 
he thinks he's slick, but he will work through things that are closest yeah. to you. Example, like there, there was actually a time where me and Joanna got into a disagreement and the enemy knew he could work or he thought he could work through us mm. because of how close we are. Yeah. And it, he really tried, but at the end of the day, the enemy's already defeated. Amen. God is stronger than all. And we overcame it. Amen. But I actually like we back to before, like I've never really had conflict in my other friendships that I've been in for years. Like I've never really argued with people like in my friendships like that. So like to see that happen in this friendship, I knew like the enemy sees how powerful this God-centered friendship wow, is and yeah. is literally going to take any little door any little like like literally a crack in the hinge of the door and just sneak his way in but again god is stronger no. we rebuke that enemy but like it's just crazy because it all did stem from i feel like it personally stems all of this like you said before fear of rejection mm -hmm. which leads to anger pray to the lord to reveal to you where you still need to be convicted and a lot of times it's the nitty gritty characteristic ones that will come up and anger is definitely one of them. And if you're not working on repenting from anger, it's going to be a lot harder to repent from, um, fits, rage of fit, fits of rage, fits of rage. Fits of rage. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. Fits <laughs> of rage and cursing and arguing. Like those are all really rooted from anger. When you are in the midst of like trying to be, getting closer to God and wanting to live a God-centered life, you have to pray for God to give you that discernment and he will, you will feel like off. If there's something that you, you do this on your day-to-day -day life and God is calling you higher, he's going to make you feel uncomfortable. Being a Christian is, does not involve comfort. And that's something that comes with like the hard reality of it. It comes with discomfort, but the ultimate gift of it is eternal life and salvation yeah. and living a life where you're in Christ and he provides mm -hmm. that peace. Yes. And also like the feeling of uncomfortableness should be looked at as a blessing because that means he is working in you He's and you're working. evolving. Amen. And even though you feel uncomfortable, God's comfort will, will provide. Will provide. Yeah. So you might feel uncomfortable, but God will be allowing his comfort to be, remain with you and in you throughout that season of uncomfortableness. And as you continue to evolve, you eventually will get into a place where you you do feel comfort again and you do feel comfortable because of the fact that you're not relying on your own source of comfortable. Too. Yeah. You're relying on the Lord's comfort. We're really trying to, and I keep saying we're, I am trying to work on controlling how much I talk. <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> yeah. So that way our episodes are not an hour long, but I can't help it. I just love talking about God. But anyway, you are, you're so passionate. I, I can't help it. I'm like, so passionate. I get so excited when clients come in that are also walking with the Lord or Amen. like disciples or believers. Yeah. Or even I had a client the other day come in really quick. I had a client <laughs> come in the other day and she was like, yeah, talking about how she has trauma from uh, church. And I was like, yeah, I was like telling her about my church. I'm like, dude, it's all love. There is no judging in that church. I've never felt so accepted in a place. And 
it's been on her mind for a couple appointments now. She comes in the other day and she's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just feel like my life is going to change around once I start going and I'm not going to like be going out anymore. And I go, I'm going to stop you right there. Are you scared of the truth? Yeah. And she's like, or God's how powerful God can be. And I go, you grew up in a church. You know how powerful God is. You are, you're holding off because you're scared of the truth. Wow. And she was like, yeah, she's like, I am. So not that that had to do with anger or. But also God is working in people's hearts. And some people that know how God can work in their hearts are afraid to go back to that because Mm -hmm. they're not ready to leave the life that they're living. Yeah. Anger. I feel like this the way we kind of categorized each episode i feel like this one definitely the root of it is anger Mm -hmm. and everything else that we discussed kind of goes off into it because anger really does stir up so much conflict and it's like the feeling of anger once it's acted on it leads to conflict arguments fits of rage cursing like that typically is a display of anger it's a yes it's a display display of of anger anger. uh no one's angry and it's like well actually now yeah i feel like we've been convicted even when we get angry we're like jesus loves you (laughs) we want to encourage anyone who is in a time of growth to and you like don't know where to go we are more than happy to help you in the situations and like get down to like details of how we overcame certain situ certain sins in our life how we deal with them currently please dm us if you know us personally like shoot us a text yes um everyone has done that so far yeah i love that i'm literally like God is working. He is so great and he's so good. And he's using this platform to reach people. And that is our ultimate goal. We want to share the truth of God's word and how he's changed and evolved our lives to live a life that he's called us to. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. He is so good. I guess to put one out there really quick, if you're struggling with anger at the moment, I really recommend reading scripture on God's love for us because seeing his love for us will help you see the love that you should have for others when she says do a study on God's love for us google verses about God's love yeah and it'll give you a list of of verses and that's a way to study the bible you're studying a topic and it's Mm. you're studying those scriptures Mm. that speak about that topic yeah. we'll link some too yes we can link we some. Can reference. also focus on forgiveness forgiveness has helped me overcome a lot of my anger i used to hold grudges a lot anger is displayed through grudges and also through pettiness and i Oof. think that's yeah. a hard one yeah this episode takeaways i really recommend reading scripture on how god loves us because if in scripture says like if God loves us that way, we need to love each other that way. And love really does cover all wrongs. Forgiveness. Literally, when I tell you, I was, when I received, or when I was convicted of forgiveness, and I received that strength from the Lord to forgive, I forgave family members 
people like that have literally hurt me so bad yeah and by me forgiving them it literally took like 20 pounds off my shoulders wow. and allowed me to walk with the lord and have my eyes open to like wow if i just let go of that grudge years ago i would have been healed yeah because that's the other thing your healing is delayed because you're holding on to anger so anger is such a big and i feel like we could literally go on and on and on and on yeah but we're not gonna do it healing is a whole nother healing is a whole other thing but like realistically a lot of what weighs you down is rooted in anger yes and i truly believe that you should start focusing on forgiveness and love that way you can start being convicted and repent from that anger amen um so yeah this is officially episode three of seeds of sin and episode five in total this is exciting i mean god is working immensely and we want to continue to be consistent with posting but also we don't have a a schedule so sorry if you're waiting for our episodes on certain days i feel like the more we have a schedule we're running on our own time and not god's and i feel like every time we really do sit down and try to plan 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 it doesn't work out so we believe that the lord has been working in us so amazingly we are so blessed for that and we want to let him continue to control this podcast not ourselves amen so we are sorry that it's not like this day at this time but also we want to make sure that we are allowing the lord to speak through us yeah and we are in the right mindsets we are just overall like this is his not ours so amen it's all in his hands. Yeah. If you want if you want it more often, you got to talk to him. <laughs> but, pray um, to God. <laughs> something that we also just thought of uh, really quick I want to throw in there. We always pray that this becomes like a thing for us. And I'm sharing this because we would love feedback. We were thinking of starting to add a couple of vlogs onto the YouTube here and oh, there. Yes. And the reason why is so one, you can get to know us more personally and also just connect with us on a more intimate level. So let us know what you think about that. Yes. Uh, I think it would be cool to start, especially because our friendship is very much rooted in him. And it will be cool to see how we stay in tune with him all day. You know? Yeah. If you want to see more content, go follow us at Bloom and Him. On Instagram. On Instagram. And DM us. Comment on our post. Let us know what you think. Yeah. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.